and welcome to the Ripples in Space podcast. I'm John Davis. And this is Kate Reagan. We have another piece of flash fiction for you here on this lovely Sunday. Thank you for tuning in. And as always, we're glad to have you here with us. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, we have a story by Ryan Walraven, and it's called... The Lands Where Demons Tread. So I'll give a little bio on Ryan. Kate will read the story, and then we'll talk about it. See you on the other side. Ryan Walraven is a writer and physicist who studies nature's most elusive fundamental particle, the neutrino. He has had short stories published by Bartleby, eFiction, and TLDR Press. His current novel, The Dark Star Paradox, is a science fantasy book involving real mysteries about black holes. He currently lives in Chicago with his girlfriend and his cat, Jiffy. The Lands Where Demons Tread by Ryan Walraven Life that lives under the sun? That can't possibly be right. The professor squinted at the pale numbers displayed on her screen. On a planet this close to a star? I know it sounds out there, the grad student made air quotes with her fingers. But Nish, the numbers speak for themselves. She gestured at the grainy images, graphs, and spreadsheets she had taped to the walls. We should go public. Go public? Heaven's era. Our colleagues will think we're mad, and the press will announce that you've discovered some nightmarish hell. Finding life on such a planet is unbelievable, but results like this might start a public panic. The system is just 14 light years away. Era ran her hands through her uncombed purple hair. Come on, Professor. Please. The world needs this. Kids will look to the sky and think anything could happen. Anything could be out there. That's just what I'm afraid of. Afraid? Nish! This is it! Intelligent life on another planet! I know you're excited, but you can't simply announce a discovery like this. We need to double-check the data, then triple-check it, then consult the Planetary Physics Society to get a second opinion. The professor gazed into her teacup, then frowned and set it down. PPS, huh? So we can write some schizo paper with 50 co-authors? Or worse, have the news leaked or our results stolen by some other group? <laughs> Nuh-uh, not doing it. This is my chance for a life-changing thesis. She crossed her arms. I'm publishing. Do you want to be remembered as the scientist who fabricated 61 Vampus F, Planet of the Demons? I'm speculating here, but my intuition tells me that this is volcanic emissions. Era groaned. Seriously? This is life! It has to be! So what if it's weird? I've poured through the optical data, the infrared scans, the radio signals, everything! Yeah, they live closer to their star than we thought was possible. It's only half as far as our home from the sun. This planet you've found is bombarded by intense solar radiation. Even if the creatures are nocturnal, plankton and plants on such a world would be baked alive. How could life survive, let alone a civilization? Simply claiming we've detected life will be scandalous. But intelligent life? The professor tapped her claws on the table and took a long look out the window. This has to be a mistake. Nish, who says the life has to be nocturnal? 
that it can't survive on a star-baked planet. Era adjusted her glasses. I mean, really. So people have this idea that everything should evolve like it did here. I isn't that just a little bit silly? The UV radiation alone should scramble their genetic material, Era. And with this atmospheric greenhouse effect, the surface should be scorching well after sunset. Now you're telling me these... These monsters have a civilization above the ground, out in broad daylight, that they burn hydrocarbons and radioactive nuclei to warm themselves at night? It's nonsense. Maybe, maybe not. Era raised a blue eyebrow at her advisor, who held up her hands. Suppose you're correct. Suppose life did evolve there, on their solar system's third planet. Why not the other planets? There are eight of them, after all. This hellscape of yours is covered in caustic fluids, baked under a bright yellow sun for almost twelve hours a day, and shielded by only a single moon. Surely the more hospitable planets and moons in their solar system should be teeming with life. Yet we've seen no evidence of this cosmic zoo. The glow from the computer screen lit only half of the professor's face, but Era could see her fangs bared in frustration. Era bit her lip and gazed out the window. Stars were twinkling above the lab's sky screen. Maybe every planet is unique. Yeah, we burrow and build beneath the hills and mountains. Maybe there are planets where critters embrace the sun. Maybe there are gas giants where blobs swim through the clouds. Maybe all life is weird. The professor sighed. You're putting this in your paper. All life is weird. The crackpots will have a field day. She tapped her left horn thoughtfully, then shook her head. No, we're not publishing. We cannot. Somehow you convolved the data with other measurements. <laughs> no way, I triple-checked. Niece shook her head. Check again. These results are impossible, and a potential embarrassment for this department, I might add. I'm going to watch while you delete the analysis so we can start fresh. Era felt black tears rising in the corners of her eyes. Nish, please! I know what I'm doing! She stared at the plots and the data files listed in the terminal and thought of the long hours of computation. This is our dream! This is my project. These are my computers. And this telescope time was paid for by my grant. The professor went one by one and ripped the pictures off the wall. You can delete the rest or you can find another advisor. Era's mouth went dry. It only took a few commands to empty the directories. Then finally, the cursor blinked, lonely in an empty folder. Good. Nish dusted off her claws and rose from her chair. It's getting late and the sun is nearly up. I need a good day's sleep after this fiasco. Era wiped the tears away. I think I'll stay up and uh, start over. Her long, lavender fingers tapped at the keyboard, closing the overhead shutters to block the skylight. The professor laid a hand on her shoulder. Be careful this time. <laughs> careful in case I rediscover the planet of demons? Era had always been careful. The professor sighed. Before you delude yourself again and sabotage your career. Don't worry. 
I'd hate to retread old ground. Nish nodded and walked out with a yawn. Era leaned back in her chair and flashed her fangs. It would only take a day to restore her work from the backups. And that was The Lands Where Demons Tread by Ryan Walraven. Thank you, Ryan, for sending that to us. Fun story. You know, at first we feel like we're hearing about this new discovery of a planet from the perspective of Earth people. But then all of a sudden it's... It's not! It's actually people discovering Earth. And it's like, whoa, don't go near those humans. Well, you know, the humans are considered demons because we live apparently so close to the sun. I mean, it is getting kind of warm out and, you know, polar ice caps melting and such. So they might be onto something. Hmm. Maybe they do have better science than we do. Anyway, thank you for the submission, Ryan. It was a fun little read with a fun little twist. If you like to write science fiction or flash fiction, be sure to send it to us at ripplesinspace.com or through Submittable. And uh, soon, hopefully, we'll be continuing Unending Tales from the Void. You know, lovely Corona has affected some things here, but rest assured we'll get back on track with that. And uh, we are reading through all of the stories that have been submitted to us, and hopefully... Uh, stories for the summer 2020 submission period, that is. Yeah, hopefully those are out by September. Um, it was a lot of submissions, and we are working through those. So thank you to everyone who has submitted to us. Thank you to everybody who listens. And we look forward, if any of you decide to submit, resubmit, or just keep up with us in general. And as always, check us out on those social media pages. We've got a Twitter We've got an Instagram, and we've got a Facebook. Uh, follow us, like us, share us, tweet us, whatever. From all of us here at Ripples in Space, cheers from the void. Bye.